0: Hey, listen to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 32. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ron. Today we're doing Demir Ground and Pound. But before that, hit our theme song. Hey, Ron. We're back for yet another exciting adventure. How you doing? Yeah,
1: good. What's going down? A whole ton.
0: We're back again with the fourth episode in our arc of opposition. We're going to do Demir today. Mm, Yeah. Probably my least favorite... uh, color combination really yeah
1: Even, I think it's
0: because really, it's so to me like kind of control douchey plus uh, it's the mill colors and I want so badly for mill to, mil be, to good, be good and it's think? not and I blame it all on Demir blame it all
1: the Demir yep. uh you like this color combination less than anything with white in it
0: yes Ooh, yeah um. less than blue white and I like blue white a little bit more than Demir because I made that sweet stompy list a couple of shows ago oh yeah and now I like it
1: you know what I'm really liking lately is black white I know, you remember a couple of weeks ago we were talking that uh, I feel like Wizards is kind of pushing the life gain black-white deck on us? Yeah. It almost makes me feel like um, the Orzov guild is like uh, like a new allied color pair. You know what I mean? Because they're pushing so much of it on us. And, Maybe, yeah. and all of it, and I love all of it, that says destroy or exile target permanent. Just one clean sentence, Goodbye.
0: Yeah, it's pretty good. There's lots of that coming out now, hey?
1: I like that. There's the uh, the new actual vampire legendary uh, pay seven life destroy target thing. Holy. Um, For Mixalan. That's
0: Let's... good when all you're doing is gaining life.
1: Yeah. And it finally gives me a, a list to put debt of the debtless in. You're
0: talking about Vana Butcher of Magan? Magan? Magan. I don't think I've ever actually looked at this card before it's a 4-4 legendary vampire knight vigilance lifelink tap pay 7 life destroy target non-land permanent
1: activated only on your turn big deal I always say that on your turn big deal (laughs) (laughs) whatever instants don't matter (laughs) before we get into it though we're already off track. Yes. <laughs> Sounds like us. Social media coordinates?
0: Social media coordinates. We are CCO Podcast on the Twitter and the tappedout.net. That's where you can see this list and any other lists we're going to talk about in the future or have talked about in the past. We're Podcast at gmail.com if you want to send us deck lists, suggestions, anything but nudes.
1: Or nudes.
0: We're also Commander Cookout Podcast on the iTunes, on the Google Play, on the Google Machine, on YouTube. Maybe on Facebook someday, possibly on Patreon in the future, and on Potomatic.com where we have cracked the number three spot for the first time, if only for a little while, but we're going to keep that going, I assume, and we're going to take down those scrapbooking ladies any day now.
1: Yeah, and the other caveat, it's only in the games and hobbies section. That's fine. Uh, Okay, we're cool with that. We'll pick our battles, one at a time. One at a time. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Best on Potomatic
0: ever is
1: next. Yep. Yep. Uh, Shout outs. Shout-outs. Uh, Shout-out to OpenFlippy.Drinky. Such a good game. The game that we invented. Yes. Maybe we need an infographic for the rules of OpenFlippy.Drinky. It would... Ha, get this. I imagine this. It would start with OpenFlippy.Drinky with the logo, just like the other infographic that you can find on Twitter now. If you follow us at ccopodcast.com.
0: Boom. Not .com.
1: At ccopodcast CCO on Twitter.com. Yes. yes, yes. That. that. It would start off with the rules. Everybody flips a card. Worst card drinks. Basic land drinks. Rare drinks. Foil rare, finish your whole drink. And then each, like, new line of text would become more jumbled and garbly and not actually make any sense.
0: <laughs> and at the end, there's just, like, arrows pointing all over.
1: Yeah, like the one time where we uh, we did the two boxes of amonket oh. or no, Hour of Devastation. Yeah. And then we did the 200-card Dollarama packs. Yup. <laughs> and I had to drink my whole dang drink three times. That was terrible. And I was drinking Pilsner. And if you're familiar, like if you're from Western Canada, you're familiar with Pilsner beer. It's delicious. And I'm from Saskatchewan, so I'm not complaining about drinking extra Pilsner beer, but it's not a chugging beer. From the time it left the lip of the can to hitting my mouth, it had just vaporized into straight foam and it filled me up practically from my intestines all the way up through my mouth with just foam. I was just a big foam person.
0: That's the worst.
1: Oh, I wasn't even hammered. I almost threw up. <laughs> you know, you're getting those foam burps.
0: I had to. Uh, I had to pound my whole beer that same night because I opened up the uh, Blood Moon.
1: Oh, the Blood Moon invocation.
0: Invocation. Yeah, and yeah, I'm, yeah. I was drinking 10 percent beer at the time. Oh! So that was awesome.
1: Yeah, true yeah. Canadian. None of that, like, Utah beer. No. Um,
0: No, we don't drink water that's been distilled or had somebody wring their dirty face cloth out into it. We drink actual beer up here.
1: Yeah, that's a thing. Speaking of drinking actual beer and open flippy.drinky, this weekend, because my basement's almost done, I have a toilet now. That's awesome. I got carpet, I have a bar and a vanity, but they don't have countertops. (laughs) Everything is done except the countertops, the toilet seat. Rebecca's picking one up today. Excellent. And... F you, Smitty, but bring your table over if you come because I don't have a table in my basement.
0: (laughs) And we're not moving your kitchen table downstairs.
1: Yeah, and F you, Joel, is going to hopefully bring his power cube over and we're not going to cube because who cubes? Yeah, cubing's lame. He'll probably want to cube too. He'll
0: probably want to draft it for real and then play.
1: Remember last time we drafted it for real... We played one round, <laughs> yeah. and we were getting hammered. We were in my old basement. I was painting it. Yeah. So we're all in paint fumes, pretty much. <laughs> and uh, we played one round of Joel's old cube. And then we were like, yeah, whatever. We shuffled everything together and then just Open flippy the yeah, whole thing. That
0: was the night we invented Open <gasps> Was to it? We, yes, it was. Oh, that's wow. That's the genesis of Open And here we are now with a power cube that's been like octopole sleeved. Joel actually paid $300 for sleeves for it. Oh, yeah. He has it in My
1: ins-
0: $300 sleeve cube. He has it insured. He has insurance. That's a thing. On it. it has an insurance policy on it.
1: That is that's actually badass.
0: That's actually good. Good like on it, you, Joel. It does have actual power
1: the, in it. The only thing that I would actually run into my burning house to save, other than like my family and stuff, because right. I assume that they could get them themselves out. Yeah. Um, is my actual box with my EDH decks in it.
0: Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Everything else you can replace that shit. Pretty much. Yeah.
1: And really, I only really care about my Animar list because it's a hundred percent painted. It's all altered.
0: That's a lot of work.
1: And it was work and time and money and... And they're beautiful.
0: Yeah, and it's a good-ass deck. Yeah, it's very good.
1: Uh, yeah. Not the deck we're talking about. That was episode maybe 13 or 14. Yeah. Animar. It's a combo. You could actually, getting back to today's deck, Demir Ground and Pound Aggro, low to the ground aggro. If you want to hear about aggro, you can listen to episode number 11. That's the archetype shakedown, where we right. talk about the three main, four main archetypes in EDH. Sure. And then episode 12 was our aggro cranko deck example of uh, quintessential aggro. And I think it's important to go back and listen to that one if you've never listened to it because we touch on a lot of the subtle nuances of playing aggro. It's not just turn your guys sideways.
0: Yeah, a lot of people think that, and they're wrong. Right. I was at a—I was telling you last week about how I was at a modern event and I got Graft Digger's Caves on turn one. Oh, no, so
1: good. Which I'm still
0: <laughs> bitter about. I don't know who you are, but F you, man. But at that same thing, I was sitting there and I'm playing, and I hear somebody on the table, you shouldn't be playing that deck if you can't figure out how it works. You should play burn. It's easy. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, you idiot. Have you ever played Burn? You've never played Burn if you think it's easy. Or you're bad at it. You're one of those guys that just taps your mana and throws your cards at the guy's face (laughs) and hope he taps. Like, that's not how that works.
1: Yeah. Mind you, when you can jam like 9 or 12 or whatever it is, one mana, three damage spells into a deck, it is more straightforward, but there are the subtle nuances that you can actually pinpoint that was what I should have killed instead of Dominu or whatever, right? And with this deck that we're talking about today, there's actually two different directions that we c- could take it in just based on how it's built.
0: Correct. We can do the low-to-the-ground Infect, yep. which is kind of what we're we're banking on because Demir doesn't have a lot of creatures for us to rely on to actually be grounding and or pounding.
1: Yep. But if we were going to use some... And, and they're not all ground creatures. Some of them fly. Yeah. Um. Some of them could just pound you a la fear or intimidate or flying and there's not a whole bunch that you can do. Or they're just really efficient, actually good creatures. Yeah. And budget permitting, you could tune it in a way that it could be actually really lethal, and I think that you have a deck like this in your episode 10 Marchesa, uh, Queen Marchesa deck?
0: Yes, Queen of Death Touch.
1: Queen of Death Touch. Everybody's like a 2-2 two, two for 2 with Death Touch. Lots of good equipments, like all five swords, Jeet, and it it's a house. Yep. And big difference between this deck and that deck is you could take this one Infect because you have access to blue, which is where a lot of the Infectors are. Uh, got access. Yeah, and black. Yep. Got access to Bounce in this one, again, because of blue. Right. And there'll be similarities there if you want to listen to Episode 10. It was one of our more popular episodes. Yeah, me. it was a good one. Okay. Let's give a read to Vela the Nightclad. She is our commander.
0: Vela the Nightclad is a 4-4-4-6, four, 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 one of which is blue, one of which is black. Legendary cre- creature, human wizard. What set is she from?
1: Um, She was originally done in Plane Chase, and then she was done in Commander Anthologies, and then she was done in Commander Arsenal, then she was done in Commander 17. Okay, so she's from lots of places. Excellent. All Commander places.
0: <laughs> well, now she's in another Commander place. Yeah. Anyway, she has Intimidate. Other creatures you control have Intimidate, and whenever Vela the Nightclad or another creature you control leaves the battlefield, each opponent loses one
1: life. There's the magic word. Each... Each, each, very good. And I just want to say real quick, she was printed a long, long time ago, 2012 in Plane Chase One. Is that a long, long time ago? Five years ago. Yeah,
0: I guess in Magic terms, it's um, pretty quite a while ago.
1: The special product in the summer was on a rotation between Commander in Eleven, Plane Chase in Twelve, Archenemy in Thirteen, Commander in Fourteen, and then since that. It's only been Commander.
0: Yeah. Right? They need more Plane Chase stuff. Yeah, they do. Plane Chase do a is Plane sweet.
1: Chase episode. We talked about a little bit uh, rabbit hole Plane Chase. Let us know if you want to hear yeah, You want to hear it. us
0: talk Plane Chase because we're really good at it and we really like it. Yep. We're talking about Plane Chase in one of these episodes. Yeah, FU. Yeah, hell with it. We're doing it. Not this one, though.
1: No. She was printed in 2012. Commander, as a format, was a lot younger. I think the... The going rate on special abilities like that was 6 or 7 or 8 mana on a Legendary. And they made her a 3-3 three, three or a 4-4. Four, four. We talked about the same thing with Damia. Yes. Right? And, uh they they just didn't know kind of where it needed to be yet at that time, I feel, because you've got things like Kalia and Animar, and then you've got things like Damia and Vela. Vela, yeah. And Damia and Vela definitely have the top-end power. It's not like they're unpowerful because they're six mana. They're still so powerful. Yeah, but, but
0: they cost six yeah, and seven. They could cost less. Especially Vella. I think she could cost a lot.
1: Well, less. Yeah, we, we did it with Damia. What would she cost if she was printed in C seventeen today for the first time? Same stats, same ability.
0: Four. Maybe five.
1: I th- I think five. And five to me feels better.
0: Yeah, I think five feels less uh oppressive, but four would not surprise me.
1: 4 would not surprise
0: me And then she would be like a, She'd be a 3-3 three, three. A
1: 3-3, three, three, exactly
0: Or a 2-4 or something
1: Yeah, something weird, right? 2-3 or something Because now
0: they like to print everything With 4 in the back So you can't just remove it with damage Yeah Yeah,
1: yeah. So she's like that But uh, you know what? I'm not down on her And she got totally badass art It's very good I just don't like that she costs 6 But I, I said the exact same thing I think about Damia Yes Not down on it Super powerful Love the art Just costs too much mana
0: Correct so, and we are planners, so there must be something good about her. Definitely,
1: and I just want to throw this out there again: we did lists two weeks in a row with black. Two weeks in a row, uh, I put Sulaport Cutthroat in the deck and Blood Artist.
0: Well, they're very good.
1: I just like those guys, yeah. and you know what? They're they make for triple redundancy when you look at uh, Vela Vela's last ability. Yes, when something leaves the battlefield, each opponent yeah, loses, loses their life. Their life. Yeah, and include in the deck when we get to the creature section which is right now <laughs> Disciple of the Vault. Man we haven't played Disciple of the Vault in a good long while. No we have not. Like Disciple- ever.
0: It's a, and it's a it's a good card. It's a 1-1 one, one for 1. The one is black. Whenever an artifact is put into a graveyard from play you may have target opponent lose one life. That's an artifact into a graveyard. It doesn't have to be one of yours. It's very important to keep in, in mind. Now why is it important that we're playing this guy Ryan?
1: He's important in the list because he adds that quadruple redundancy now with Vela, and that's one of the directions we can take the deck. Now, not a combo deck, so we're not going to be infi sacking things, but there are a bunch of artifact creatures that will just go to the graveyard, A, because they're creatures, B, because artifact creatures are fragile.
0: And they're notoriously easy to kill.
1: Yeah, and when we get to the mana rocks and dorks section, we're going to look at the specific includes there to show why Disciple of the Vault is particularly good in here. 36 creatures in the deck.
0: It's almost like it's a creature deck.
1: Uh When there's more creatures than lands, you know that it's an aggro deck. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's the the advice of the day. So creatures, Brando hinted, Infect, there are a bunch of them. And Infect, instead of dealing regular damage, it deals Infect damage. Or you, you get a poison counter.
0: Correct, per damage that it would have dealt to you.
1: And 10 poison damage kills you. The end. So really, it essentially when you hit somebody with a, with an Infect creature, you're quartering their life total. The other thing about Infect 2 is it deals damage to creatures in minus 1, minus 1 counters.
0: So it shrivels away their indestructible guys. It shrinks their great big beaters. It's it's
1: a very powerful ability. A couple notable includes... Last week's flesh beater Imp made another appearance. Yeah, he's back. He made a- another appearance. And remember, flying, 2-2, two, two, infect for 4, sack a creature, give him plus 1, plus
0: 1. So he could theoretically win you the game all by himself.
1: Yeah. Or you
0: eliminate got, somebody who really needs eliminating.
1: You got lots of card draw in blue-black. That equals lots of creatures because there's... 36 of them. Mm-hmm. And if there's a board stall or somebody's stabilized and you drop your flesh beater imp, you just sack all your guys that can't get through because flesh beater imps got flying, you win.
0: Yep. If you're playing our deck from a couple weeks ago where they got the moat, well, flesh beater imp flies over the moat.
1: Oh, yeah. Yep. F you in your moat. <laughs> okay, instants and sorceries. We got five and four. And the instants. Uh, You know what? The instants and the sorceries, there is a common trend that transverses both of them. I'm going to call it multi-bounce. Things that Multi-bounce. Things that bounce more than one thing. You can double-bounce somebody's stuff to eliminate blockers, or you could bounce your own guys to trigger Vela's when it leaves the battlefield. Each opponent loses one life ability. I like it. So, evacuation, instant for five, blue-blue three, Return all creatures to their owner's hand. It's a pretty good one. Whiplash Trap is... Uh, really, it's blue, blue, three to bounce two things. It's an instant, but it's got Trap. If an opponent had two or more creatures enter the battlefield this turn, you can cast it for blue. Very
0: good. Those yeah. traps don't get played very much in UDH. No. I'm surprised
1: they, they yeah. don't. Yeah, and I like Whiplash Trap because I think it's it's...
0: like Ravenous Trap and the like Rune Flare Trap or any of those ones would probably be pretty okay.
1: Yeah, there were some good ones. Yeah. I like that. And then the other one is... Baral's Expertise. Oh, sorry, there's two more. Baral's Expertise is one of them, and Brando's going to give that one a read. Yeah, it's a
0: sorcery for three and two blue. Return up to three target artifacts and or creatures to their owner's hands. You may cast a card with converted mana cost four or less from your hand without paying its mana cost. Very good.
1: Yeah, I like that one. Lots it's... of
0: value there. And then the other one, I guess you could play off of Brawl's Expertise. It is Engulf the Shore. It is an instant for three and a blue. Return to their hands all creatures with toughness less than or equal to the number of islands you control.
1: Yeah, so you can strategically play your islands and play that and get their guys and get some of your guys. And if any of your guys have leave the battlefield or enter the battlefield abilities, they'll trigger and Vela's... Everybody Lose One Life ability will trigger as well.
0: So here's my uh, my big question here. We're talking innocence, we're talking sorceries, we're talking multibounce, we're talking blue. Why aren't you playing Cyclonic Rift?
1: You can't target your own guys when you overload it. You could put it in. Not so budget anymore, and I know F the budget, but it's just not in there. Wow. Yeah. Let's go. Here's the thing. We're going to get to the two section in the milk list, and it's going to say Cyclonic Rift for Demir. Yep. And we're going to say no. Huh. And that's us being spicy because we've got four other viable bounce everything. Yeah, we do do the same thing. That do, that do hit our guys that give us some strategic advantage. Eh, good point. Yeah, I like good that. Point. Now, the deck, we said earlier, goes two different directions. Round right. and pound or egg or infect and pound.
0: I like both of those things. I
1: like both of those things. Now, if you are going the infect route but have a creature that isn't an infector in play, you could very easily tainted strike.
0: Tainted strike is an instant for a black, target creature gets plus one, plus oh, and gets infect on turn.
1: Yeah. It's and pretty good. Infect steals you games, man. How is that
0: an instant and assault strobe is a sorcery?
1: Ah. Uh, assault strobe, sorcery for red, creature gets double strike. Correct. In theory, it does the same amount yeah, of overall damage the same to a thing. human.
0: So so why 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 is that? Mm-hmm. Wizards just doesn't like things having double strike. I don't think. I think that they put the ability in there and they maybe they just don't like it.
1: Double strike is very powerful. Yeah, yeah. it's exceptional. And there powerful. isn't that many infect things, and it's only by and large available in three colors. Yeah, I it's guess. I, it's just different, I guess. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> other notable little ditty there, if you're going the infect route or not, hatred.
0: Hatred is very good in an infect deck. It is a sorcery for... No, it's an instant. Instant, sorry, instant. Four, black, black, three. Pay X life. Target creature gets plus X plus O until end of turn. Oops. End of sentence. That will eliminate we'll well, anybody. That yep. will end somebody. Yeah,
1: just as soon as you can get through at instant speed, go, yeah, no, just kidding. Uh, pay nine. Hatred, you're dead.
0: It'd die, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a little bit cheap, but it's going to win you games.
0: Sometimes you just
1: have to win the game. Yep. And Hatred is a very apropos name for it. Huh. Hmm. Weird. Seems like we're doing this again. It does have a strange feeling of deja vu, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, CCO Nation, so a couple couple days ago when we posted on Twitter, no episode this week. Yeah, the middle chunk of this episode got compressed, wrecked, ruined. Don't know. Yep,
0: it sounded like it was a an albatross fart. You ever heard that? It nope. sounds like this.
1: It sounded like the adults on Peanuts cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> Fun factable birds. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna try and get everything that we got in the original recording. So if we miss anything, let us know. Scream, holler, jump, email. Do whatever you do whatever you need to. Okay, so yes. We were going into enchantments. There's six enchantments.
0: The enchantments start off with a little ditty, very good in a deck like this, called Corrupted Conscience. We all remember what Corrupted Conscience did. We talked about it in Kami of the Crescent Moon a few months ago now. It is an enchantment aura for Blue Blue 3, Enchant Creature, you control Enchanted Creature, Enchanted Creature has Infect.
1: Has Infect and... Starting to see a common theme, I guess, in Corrupted Conscience. There's a glistening oil, which is black, black. Target creature gets minus one, minus one during your upkeep and infect. And when glistening oil is put into the graveyard from the battlefield, return it to your hand. Excellent because it gives infect. goes along with a little ditty called Phyresis enchantment for black Black and one. one. Enchanted creature has infect. Very good. So I guess... uh, I, and I don't remember now if we talked about it or not. Eh. Two two routes that the deck can take, right? Demir Ground and Pound and also Infect. And if you were going all in on the Infect route, maybe you take Glistening Oil and Corrupted Conscience and Phyresis out and just add in creatures that naturally have Infect. Or maybe. you could
0: abuse your general more by bouncing them a little bit more. We talked about that lots, too.
1: Yeah, yeah. you know what? I I think that Corrupted Conscience might actually stay in because it's a two-for-one, and if you steal a big enough creature, you can just steal a win because that's what Infect does. Exactly. I know for sure we would have talked about that. Card draw, Phyrexian Arena. We're going to talk about the card draw spells in a sec. Let's talk a little bit about a little guy called Unspeakable Symbol. All the way back, throwback to episode one, Hirobi Death's Whale. Ooh. Give Unspeakable Symbol a read because it's a baller card.
0: Unspeakable Symbol is one, black, black, pay three life, put a plus one, plus one counter on target creature.
1: Excellent in black Voltron decks.
0: Yes, it also makes your infect guys, in a lot of cases, 100% better for three life.
1: Yeah, so you got your two, two, three, three, Maybe you're five five in fact because you stole a five five with corrupted conscience. You only need five more.
0: Yep, and pay, this it's,
1: so what pay fifteen life big deal. You're gonna kill somebody.
0: Yeah, that's a small price to play to pay to win the game.
1: What a what a what a black thing to say. Hey,
0: yeah, I love it. What else do we got in here? We got a what the hell is why do we have a march of the machines right?
1: Oh, march of the machines because we've already talked about artifacts. <laughs> march of the machines makes all of your artifact mana rocks into creatures. So when they air quotes with Vela, leave the battlefield as a creature, you're going to get a Vela trigger. Oh. So it's, it's, it's kind of loose unless you go all in on Vela, but maybe that's a third avenue that the deck could take. It's not in the stock EDH rec list. And I thought marching machines, what a fun card. It's from original Mirrodin block. And it was super powerful then because everything was an artifact Is it
0: all artifacts, or is it just yours? Let's give it a read. Each non-creature artifact is an artifact creature with power equal to its converted mana cost for three and a blue. So so it turns off equipment also.
1: Yeah. Or acts as a Wrath of God enabler. Yeah. Or or a Damnation enabler is is you just make everybody's soul ring into a 1-1, and then you Wrath, and it kills everything. Ooh. Does lots of damage to your own stuff, but uh, in this deck, I mean, 14 artifacts... And lots of them, as I think I said a couple of weeks ago when we recorded this, they all do have a sacrifice ability to draw a card or get you an additional mana. So yeah. you're going to benefit with March of the Machines late game and uh, and cash in for a life and a card off of your Commander Sphere, for example. And everybody take one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's always fun. Okay. 35 lands and keeping it, uh, I guess, fairly budget. We, uh, and I know F the budget, but... Yep. Couple, couple things of, of note. Rogue's Passage, of course, CCO staple yeah. if you're playing Infect. Absolutely. You're paying 15 life to get your <laughs> you get your guy in there with yeah. Infect with your uh, Unspeakable Symbol. You're going to want it to be unblockable. Yes.
0: Important to note about when you pay 15 life to make a guy giant. You get to keep that guy giant because Unspeakable Symbol oh, does put yeah, counters on plus stuff. Oh,
1: one, plus ones. Yes, very That's important. That's right. Well, w- with Hatred, you don't, so definitely mm. more important. <laughs> yes. <laughs> definitely high market in there. Sack a creature, gain a life, and everybody lose a life with Vela. Very good. And one could make an argument, and I think that it's in there. If it's not, it could be in there. You could play um, Frexia's Core. That's the one, sack an artifact, gain a life, and that that gives you more reason to, or a different reason to sacrifice an artifact when you have March of Machines in play, because it's a creature. You're going to get a Vela trigger, and you're going to get your one life from Frexia's Core. Probably not as good as sacrificing your Commander Sphere to draw a card, though. No. Ah.
0: it's neat, but no.
1: Maybe, maybe that's why it's not in there. It's a little bit loose. and You, you want the colored mana for sure because Phyrexia's Core doesn't give you colored mana. Correct. Tutor. We got one Tutor. Tutor. What is it? It is Gate to the Afterlife. What does that find?
0: This has the most text on it. Okay, so Gate to the Afterlife is an artifact for three. costs 23 American cents or 45 Canadian dollars. <laughs> Whenever a non-token creature you control dies you gain one life then you may draw a card if you do discard a card
1: fine sure whatever sounds great just really bonus for what it actually does
0: which is two tap sacrifice gate to the afterlife search your graveyard hand and or library for a card named God Pharaoh's gift and put it onto the battlefield if you search your library this way shuffle it
1: and God Pharaoh's gift does
0: God Pharaoh's gift at the beginning of combat on your turn, you may exile a creature card from your graveyard. If you do, create a token that's a copy of it, except it is a 4-4 black zombie. It gains haste until end of turn.
1: Excellent. Now, couple things. Gate to the Afterlife isn't going to make you pay 7 for your God Pharaoh's gift because it puts it into play. Very good. Second thing, it gains haste until end of turn. You know what line of text is not on it? What's that? Sacrifice it at end of turn. Yeah. Also not on there. Sacrifice it at end of combat. You keep it.
0: Which is very good.
1: Very good. If you have infectors in your graveyard, you bring them back, and they're not one ones or two twos or two ones. They're four fours for free. Yeah. So excellent. So it's going to give your infect deck in demir colors a little bit of reach, if that's the way that you decide to go. Yes. If not, it's going to give your regular ground and pounders reach
0: because they'll be bigger. Yep. yep. Four and four is better than two two every time.
1: Most of the time. When is a 4-4
0: less good than a 2-2?
1: Um, if it's dealing damage to you? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's keep let's keep rolling through here. So, 15 card draw spells. We're, we're playing blue-black. Of course we're going to have 15. 16 if you include Corpse Cur. It's an artifact creature. When it enters the battlefield, you return a creature with infect from your graveyard to your hand.
0: That's card advantage. That. Sure.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So 16, that's good. It's going to give you gas, and most of them are all pretty cheap. Like when we look at the average converted mana cost of the deck, 3.2. Right, where you want to live. Actually a little bit lower than where we usually live if 3.5 is where we usually live. I don't know. That translates to an extra card per game every two or three games. Whatever the stat is, I don't know. Yeah. It's a little bit faster. Yes. The card draw is cheap. It's good. Targeted removal, 3. 4 if you include glistening oil. Because it gives a minus one during an upkeep. That'd be so slow. Not if you put it on a one one. Yeah, I cause guess. Because the one one is going to die, and then you're going to get your glistening oil back. That's Maybe true. you count that as card draw? No, you don't. No, you don't. Five targeted removals if you include corrupted conscience. Remember, we talked about that being a two for one, because you're eliminating their blocker, and you're getting a creature.
0: A giant creature, hypothetically. Yeah. Ooh. It's like
1: technically four times bigger, because you only need 10 life. Right. Excellent, mass removal four, including multi bounce spells. Right. So your evacuation, for example, engulf the shore.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, bounce. We already talked about engulf the shore, but it's a it's a multi bounce spell. At least we
1: think we did. No, we did. Okay, okay totally good. did. Okay, good, 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 good. Ramp spells zero. We need them for. Exactly, because we're, we're we're so low to the ground, right? And we got that low converted mana cost. But Mana Rocks and Mana Dorks, we got 10. Jeez. And the 10 of them, like I said, do pair well with March of the Machines. Right. Excellent. And they are what I think are kind of the, 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 the auto-includes of the Mana Rocks, the ones that do generate future advantage <sighs> when you don't need the mana anymore. And after turn 4 or 5 in this deck, I mean, there's no ramp spells, or sorry, no X spells and not really a whole ton of big creatures. So what are you going to do? Equip your grafted exoskeleton to like a couple different dudes in the same turn? You don't really need them. Cash them in Mm. for cards, right?
0: Yes. You're done with them. Recycle them. Get them back.
1: Getting into it, turn one. Turn one. This is what I think. Currently in the build, you got roughly 25% chance to hit a one drop. Excellent. It's like one out of every four games, you're going to hit a one drop. Do you think that needs to be higher? Nah. It's
0: commander. CDH. Even in a fast deck like this, I think turn one, turn two, actual aggressive play is still pretty good, I think, based on a lot of other deck strategies. A lot of the times they're going to play a dork or a a rock or some kind of ramp thing. If you play something that's going to kill them by attacking them a bunch of times,
1: you're still ahead. How about this? Attacking them a bunch of times. How about this? Turn two. Critical turn of two. Yeah. Because... With the one drops and the two drops and the amount of Infect that is currently in here, you could theoretically put together a turn that kills them with Infect on turn three. And that starts on turn two.
0: You could go turn one Sol Ring. Into Infector. Infect Mirror. Yeah. Off the Sol Ring, turn two, Swamp. What's that thing? We just talked about it. Unspeakable, Unspeakable Symbol. Symbol. Plague Mirror. Pump a bunch of life into it. Die. Yeah. There you go, pretty
1: excellent and plaguemere isn't the only one that you can do it with. you could hit you could hit a one drop on turn one and like without infect, you could um, cast what's what's it called um hatred a glistening oil well, hatred works too <laughs> Something something to give him infect or you could just ramp 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 if somebody let's say Cracked a fetch land or two on their first two turns. Right. <laughs> Theoretically, you could just hatred yourself down to two and hit them for 38 and they're dead exactsies before they even have a blocker. Nice. So <laughs> sick. Yeah. So newsflash, spice calculator, critical turn is going to be two. When we get into the strengths and weaknesses, we're going to talk a little bit more about that kind of thinking. I guess the other option, if you didn't want to go that exact route with the infect, you could just spruce up the aggro of the deck with Sword, X and Z, X, Y and Z. Yeah, (laughs) All five swords, Jeet, Batterskull. I mean, we're going to be talking a little bit about that next week, I think. Yes, we are. Stay tuned. I actually like the list next week. It's very good. And talking about it in this re-recording, I actually know what it is. (laughs) So I'm actually even more excited about it. So I like the list (laughs) next week, just newsflash. And of course, you could go more targeted removal, or you could get those, and Black's notorious for them, the things that, kill two things on one spell and ashes wait. to ashes curtains call uh reckless spite is
0: dust to dust is that a spell
1: is dust a to time? dust is a spell it's the white version of ashes to ashes and it kills two artifacts isn't that return to dust that's another one. Oh. and and that's why the the uh the word dust in that card it being from time spiral yeah that's why the dust is in that, because you're returning to dust, and it's killing two things, dust to dust.
0: Time Spiral was so good.
1: I know, so <laughs> many throwbacks.
0: It was so un- It was so underappreciated, I yeah. think, yeah. by I a lot agree. of
1: people. Yeah. Whenever there's throwbacks in art, even if it's reprinted on the same card, or whenever there's throwbacks in names like that, being a, I'll say I'm a long-time Magic player, so are you, um, getting those throwbacks is always a nice little tip of the hat to people that have been around, as it were. You know what wasn't a
0: nice throwback? When I opened a time spiral pack and pulled a Leviathan.
1: Ooh, or a Squire. <laughs> no,
0: I think Leviathan was worse yeah, than Squire, because at least Squire, you can play that.
1: Squire, you'd maybe play in draft as, like, a 23rd pick. Yeah, I don't yeah. think
0: anybody's ever going to play Leviathan anytime, anywhere, ever for no, any reason. No, no, no Never again.
1: No. Oh, lordy. Oh. Too bad we didn't get in on the Leviathan for dual land trades, like F Levi. Ah. Oh. Yeah, I haven't, Levi, on the show yet. I just realized that, well, he doesn't play with us anymore.
0: Yeah, he hasn't been around in a long time. He's he's got a big high-up job at one of the mining offices in town now. Oh, does he? Yeah, I see him walking around downtown all the time. Went for beers with him once. It was awesome. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Where'd you go? Winston's.
1: Oh, I haven't been to Winston's, like, in a long time.
0: Hey, it's currently a long weekend. Go. Yeah,
1: I'm going for supper tonight, anniversary.
0: I'm going for supper tonight also,
1: just for fun. Not with each other.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's not on a date. It's not our anniversary. That's
1: in August. That's when we're both born. Uh, you mean our life anniversary?
0: No, it's, it's our friend anniversary.
1: Is it? Yep. Cool. I didn't yeah. even know that. Yeah. Strengths and weaknesses? Sure. Okay. Strengths. Uh, fast?
0: Very, very fast. That's
1: a strength, right?
0: It's a strength of any Infect deck.
1: I feel like every week, the strength is fast.
0: <laughs> yeah, we've been doing a lot of aggro, <laughs> yeah. low to the ground, wholesale ass deck.
1: CCO Nation, let us know if you want to hear us talk about Ooh, control only.
0: Let's do that. Let's do the whole episode going. Uh. <laughs> no, that would become irritating. But we would
1: lose every listener.
0: Yes, we would. It probably. is irritating. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's okay. just It's the worst. Good
1: secrets out. <laughs> Good synergy, right? Yeah, and lots
0: of accidental synergy. Yeah. Like when when we first looked at this list, I I don't know if I mentioned this uh, in one of the other sections that that didn't get messed up. Um, Vala, Vala, Vela. Actually, it has a lot of incidental synergy with a lot of the stuff in the deck, and I thought that was really cool. Like, even if you're just kind of bouncing stuff, your little crappy guys are
1: dying, and you're going to get them back, and they're going to die again. Oh, like, yeah. Like, just somebody casts Wrath of God, and you can double bounce. Like, you can whiplash trap your own guys. Everybody loses two life because two of your creatures are leaving the battlefield. You save them. You can replay them. Pretend they have ETB triggers in this example. Yeah. Right? It's really neat. And lots of and again, sorry, I don't remember if I mentioned this because it was two weeks ago when we recorded, lots of incidental creature type matching. Yes. Right? Like Vela herself is a human wizard. There's other human wizards. There's mirrors that are just incidentally the same. There are other wizards. There's all kinds of... Uh, there's other humans. Always important to keep creature types in mind. Yes. Yep.
0: You, you, even if it's not in the deck that you're building, there's always going to be that one guy that's going to play coat of arms. Or, <laughs> yeah. you know what, just because their deck really works off of it, and if you can get any kind of benefit off it too, that's always cool. That's why that uh, one Tori and Mahler sometime just uh, oh, will yeah. wreck wholesale ass.
1: You know who I like more than and Mahler is... Um, Chameleon Colossus. Uh, Sunscorch Regent.
0: Chameleon Colossus is he's, what you mean to say. He's,
1: he's good too.
0: I don't even know what a Sunscorch Regent is.
1: Sunscorch Regent is a flying dragon for white, white, three. Whenever an opponent casts a spell, put a plus one, plus one on it and gain a life. So it does what Torian Mahler does, except it costs more mana because it's a bigger flying dragon.
0: But in the example we're talking about, Torian Mahler is all creature types.
1: Mm. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right.
0: Yeah, so the coat of arms would definitely make Torian Mahler a better pick in yep. that
1: situation. Is there any good black changelings besides Nameless Inversion? Cairn
0: Wanderer is okay. He's a 2-2 two, two for 3 or 4. Uh, He has the abilities of all creatures in graveyards. Like double strike flying.
1: Oh, like all evergreen abilities.
0: Yeah. Hmm. So he's he's not too bad.
1: I don't mind that. Yeah. Probably doesn't go in this deck.
0: No. No, because in effect isn't one of the things that he gets. And if it was... Whoa! whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, lots of redundancy in effects, and you could build more redundancy in.
0: Yes. We have t- the, the two builds that you could do with this. We kind of have an amalgamation of them in here right now. Yeah. And you just... Whichever side of the metronome you decide to tick towards, you could spice to taste.
1: Yeah, and you know what? Those those couple enchantments we talked about, Phyresis, Glistening Oil, Tainted Strike as well gives target creature plus one, plus oh, and Infect. If you cut all of the current Infect out, you can still steal win with those other cards. Yes, you can. So mm-hmm. even if you remove Infect from the deck and didn't want to play air quotes Infect strategy... You can still steal games like that, especially if you can if if you're still running Hatred and Unspeakable Symbol, which are actually hard cards to find. The
0: like, Hatred I know I didn't know Unspeakable Symbol was
1: tough to get. It's it's hard to find. Like stores in town never have them, and I've gone online. You know how you like start building a cart, you start building a cart, and you like ask around. Next day, anybody want to order anything? And then you wait, and then you go back to your shopping cart, and it's sold out. Or you can never find a foil one.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's, yeah, that's true. That's that's true of yeah. lots of cards. Yeah. You know what else I like about Tainted Strike? I don't know if I've ever mentioned this before. Is you just play Tainted Strike in your not-infect deck for when somebody else swings with an 11-11 and you just make the the guy yeah, that's yeah, yeah. blocking it die. Yeah. It's excellent. Yeah. It's a good feeling.
1: I love Tainted Strike for that reason. It's a, it's a good combat trick.
0: So we hope we covered everything in there. If there's anything we missed, let us know. We'll uh, address it at a later date. We just couldn't re- re-record that whole episode, so we just did the middle piece here. Enjoy the rest of the show.
1: Okay, weaknesses of the deck. Uh, hmm. You are going to be that guy. Yes. You're going to be the Infect guy. So either expect to be that guy, and you're just going to win with Infect, or you're going to get dick stomped.
0: Yes. And both of those things don't feel very good to me.
1: No, they don't. No. Oh.
0: But, I mean, hey, that's why it's a weakness, not a strength.
1: Yeah, Yeah. and at least you're not that guy playing Skitherix, the Blight Dragon, Mono Black, in fact. Yes. Because that's a great Voltron deck that actually cuts the Voltron damage in half. Because you still only need 10.
0: (laughs) It's not not hard to do 10 damage with a Skitherix if you're wanting to dump sword money into your deck.
1: Yeah, for sure. Speaking of sword money, Ha... This deck could be expensive to tune if you want to go the infector route. Cause you could include Skitherix, and he's you know fifteen bucks, whatever. You could include all five swords at whatever they are, fifteen to twenty a pop. Um,
0: Jeet is thirty or forty, whatever, or whatever it, is, it is,
1: and batter Skull. I mean, you can't leave that one out of the equation because it's probably the best equipment ever. Yep. Um, so. Could be expensive to tune if you wanted to tune it that way.
0: Yeah, like this deck is cool and efficient and quite quick the way that we have it built. If you were to just take out some of the slower or funner stuff and include sweet equipment and swords and shit.
1: Yeah, or the loose includes that are just like, oh yeah, it's in there because it's unblockable.
0: Yeah, good God, you could make this deck into a beast. Yeah, and that's
1: because it's the infect deck, right? Yep. It's the infect deck. And uh, the other one is, again, going back to that guy, it's got the cheap tricks in it, right? Mm-hmm. It's got the unspeakable symbol. It's got the hatred with the little bit of life gain that's in there to, to gain you that back. A la, well, if you add swords, but Zulaport Cutthroat, Blood Artist, and um, Falcon Wrath Noble, like the 3-3 flyer for 4 that does Blood Artist.
0: Yep, and there's a uh, a little sorcery in here called Siphon Life. Oh, yeah, you... I like that one. Yep, target player loses two life, you gain two life. And it's got Retrace. You can chuck a land, pay for it, play it again from your graveyard.
1: Yep, chuck the land and just leave it in your graveyard. Because once you hit six land, mm-hmm. you don't really need any more, as long as you've got Vela mana.
0: Yeah, as so long as Vela doesn't, doesn't get killed.
1: Yeah, and I mean, there's, there's ten rocks and dorks and stuff in there too. That... And
0: let's be super honest. In an Infect deck, nobody gives a shit about Vela. Let's be honest. Yeah, if you, if you have an infector that's got a bunch of equipment loaded up on it, they're going to be trying desperately. They're going to oh, be beating their head against the wall to kill that creature. Vela, Fuck Vela.
1: Vela is like your altar of the brood in the Cranko episode. It's the disguise. It's the griefer. It's the put you on tilt because every time you do something to me, you're going to lose a life. Yeah. Eventually that could kill somebody if you can hit somebody, you know, for the last 10 or whatever.
0: Yeah, enough times. Yeah. I mean, people could theoretically F with you in order to kill somebody on the yeah. side of the table. It's a it's, thing.
1: It's the guys though, if you're just going to say, "Oh yeah, ha ha ha, you're at how many? Uh 31. Uh okay, take 10. You're dead." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Maybe that's not a weakness. No being that guy is a weakness. Okay. It, it is a weakness.
1: Okay. Now, budgets and potential cuts. Now, I think there's something wrong with tappedout.net because I did all the list and I looked at the budget and it says the deck is $20.86. Yeah, that's,
0: that's not correct. I don't
1: think that that's right.
0: But yeah, I feel that's wrong as well.
1: I'm not, I'm not playing anything that's really expensive other than, like, Hatred's like 7 bucks, Phyrexian Arena is a few, like 5 bucks, And Eldrazi Monument's like 5 bucks. Everything else is under two or like four bucks, so I mean,
0: maybe it is only twenty dollars. A twenty dollar wait. If this deck is under twenty dollars, who's the who's the budget? Who's the budget podcast, Ryan? Commander's Brew. Hey, Commander's Brew. F (laughs) you. There it is.
1: (laughs) The beef is on. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. I don't know. You know what? Fifteen cards. 15 Infect cards, you could jam more of those in and you probably wouldn't increase or decrease the value of the deck because you would be taking out the $0.15 cent, uh, Unblockable Dude and adding in the $0.15 cent Infect Dude, right? Yep. Um, you could add 200 by those equipments that we were just talking about. Yep. You could...
0: Put it up near the average EDH deck budget that we talked about last week, around 250 Yeah, yeah. Swords and Jeet. Yeah. It just get Six there.
1: cards, that's yeah. kind of sucky. Yeah. I don't know if that's any good, though.
0: Would you play the Sword of Dungeons and Dragons in this deck?
1: <gasps> you
0: have that, don't you? I sure do. I'm looking for a spot for it. I just don't know where I'd play it. I want to
1: put it in...
0: I kind of want to put it in Queen Marchesa, to be honest with you.
1: I want to put it in Form Ultimus, and I'll tell you why. Because that's a Voltron deck. It's three cards away from being 100% Pimp, Foil, Altered, what have you. It already has two other unglued or unhinged cards in it, a la Foil Ashnod's Coupon. Nice. Sacrifice it. Target player gets you target drink. And also Super Secret Tech, only available in Foil. All Foil cards are one less to cast, all foil creatures get plus one, plus one. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so good. <laughs> so that card would slide right into Mistform Ultimus. Yes, it would. It would also guarantee a, uh instant Voltron win because it gives plus 20, plus 20, doesn't
0: it? No, it it, uh, it gives you plus... It's a sword that gives you pro something, pro something, and then it gives you a dragon and you roll the dice. And if you roll oh, you 20 roll a on d20. the dice, you do it again.
1: That's what it is. You roll a d20. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I knew there's a 20 in there somehow. Yeah, that yeah. deck could, that card could go in this deck for sure. Why not? It could go in any deck. Yeah, why not? Yeah, Everybody so loves safe.
0: dragons and rolling dice. Everybody. We're going to go right into card, card of, the, of week. the week. What's the card of the week this week, Ryan? Glistening Oil. Glistening Oil. I'll give it a read here. Glistening Oil is an aura enchantment for black black... Enchanted creature has infect at the beginning of your upkeep. Put a minus one, minus one counter on enchanted creature. When glistening oil is put into a graveyard from the battlefield, return glistening oil to its owner's hand.
1: Hmm. You could use it for kind of a makeshift, very slow <laughs> removal spell for like a, a a dork or a like a weenie or yep. whatever. Or gives you guy infect. Yes, both of which are good and. If your guy with Infect dies, you just get it back.
0: Get it back, dude, again. Yeah. I like that. It's kind of like a, a shitty Rancor.
1: Yeah, except it's better because it gives it Infect. Yes. Instead of giving it plus two plus zero, it's giving it quadruple the power. <laughs> yeah, I guess
0: quadruple whatever it is in power. Good point.
1: That's a good one. I like yeah. that for sure. Uh yeah, glistening Owl. Who knew? And how many money? Fifty two cents.
0: Yes, that's like sixty three forty eight Canadian.
1: About yeah. So
0: it's pretty budget still.
1: You know what? The original card of the week I had was uh, Vella the Nightclad. We haven't done um, I think since Crankle we haven't done card of the week as the commander.
0: I think you might be right. I'd she like, just feels so incidental to me.
1: She she is, but I think she's I think she's a real deck. I don't think she's an Infect deck. I think that she is a real deck, though. When I looked on EDHREC.com, not only is she only the 7th most built Demir Commander, she also has she has that feel when I look over the list, the stock list on EDHREC. I, I feel like, oh, yeah, that goes in, that goes in, that goes in. Oh, yeah, that's the list. Like, I think she's got a real list.
0: I think it is. Do you think she falls into the kind of Zada category where you have to have certain things with I don't her? think so. You don't
1: think? No, there's there's too many things that just naturally die or too many good sack outlets or what have you. And like on her stock list, there's lots of ninjutsu guys because they attack. Then you pay their ninjutsu ability and they leave the battlefield and something else comes in.
0: Right. Right. Or no, or
1: vice versa, right? Something attacks, you pay the ninjutsu ability and the ninja comes in. The other thing gets bounced. So the other thing that bounces has a,
0: Now the ninja gets bounced and you put something else in. Is that that how it works? I think that's how that works. Let's read a ninjutsu card. Hang on. Let me find a ninjutsu card. I'm going to read it because we're going to get in trouble for this. Ninja of the Deep Butthole. Let's give him a read. Ninjutsu one blue. One blue. Return an unblocked creature you control to hand. Put this card onto the battlefield from your hand tapped and attacking. So ninjutsu is take an unblocked guy, switch it with the thing in your hand.
1: Yeah. So the, the thing that leaves the battlefield gets bounced by the ninjutsu firing off, triggers a Zata life loss? which is awesome. Which is nice. And then Ninja of the Deep Butthole, or ours, as most people would read it, yep. lets you draw a card when it hits them. Very good. So the ninjutsu guys are good, and like lots of bounce, lots of self-bounce, and, and a couple combos probably in the... Uh, mm. You don't need to include the um, Zulaport Cutthroat and um, what's his name? Blood Artist? Blood Artist, yeah. Because Z- Vela does it for you. So that's a list, I think. It could be good. Yeah,
0: it could be all right.
1: Okay, what's next? Milk list? Let's do the milk list. Ooh, Can I read yeah. the milk list again this week? Read
0: it. I, re- I read it last week, and I'm, I'm I'm pumped about it. I want to try again and get my spectacles on here again.
1: Okay, just as a reminder for any new listeners, the milk list, as per EDHrec.com, is the most common played cards at each converted mana cost from 0 to Fifteen. Fifteen in this case. In blue black. And blue black, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so
0: here we go. At the zero slot slot? Yeah. Canadian accent. Tormon's crypt. No. How about Solring at one? Yes. How about Demir Signet at two? No. How about Rhystic Study at three? No. Diabolic Tutor at four? No. Consuming aberration at five? No. Geth Lord of the Vault at six.
1: Definitely not.
0: Sepulchral Primordial at 7. No. Army of the Damned at 8. No. Rise of the Dark Realms at 9. No. Ulamog Ceaseless Under. No. Ulamog Infinite Gyre. No. Enter the Infinite. No. Emrakul the Promised End. No. Dinkmouth Infusion. (laughs) No. Emrakul the Eon Storm. No. Swamp.
1: There are swamps, but we don't count those. (laughs) No, we do not. One. One. That's a good milk list. That's a good milk list. And Sol Ring, which barely counts. That barely counts. Whoa, what was number two? Was it, um, what's it called? Oh, Demir Signet. Signet. Yeah, I thought it was going to be um, Cyclonic Rift. Cyclonic Rift. Yeah, in Mono Blue, it's Cyclonic Rift. In most things, it's. And blue, other. Cyclonic Rift. Yeah, other blue things. It's Cyclonic Rift. That's crazy. But I guess Demir Signet. Demir doesn't want
0: to play Cyclonic Rift.
1: Well, we didn't play it in our list. We should have. It would probably make the list more powerful. Yeah. But I like our includes, and they don't cost twelve bucks, and I have foils of them. <laughs> so, <laughs> so F you. <laughs> it works. It works yeah. out good. I pulled a foil whiplash trap straight out of a pack in Zendikar Limited.
0: Well done. Should we move on to the spicy calculator, your other favorite part of the show?
1: Absolutely we should. Okay, so at the time that the list was done up, there was four hundred and seventy five. Vela lists on edhrec.com. Average converted mana cost 3.2, right on the money, right where you want to be. Critical turn again. Remember, I said critical turn of two because yes. that's when you land your infect guy. Yep, any ramp after that could feasibly give you your um hatred, or the next turn you could have your unspeakable symbol. Pay 30 life, somebody's dead. So cool. Uh, sorry, pay 27 life. Yes, and people are like, Oh my god, pay 27 life. Why would anybody? Okay get this
0: unspeakable symbol is counters
1: a it's counters b where i was going is if you're gonna pay like 17 20 27 life in animar to do the imperial recruiter combo right with um phyrexian metamorph and imperial recruiter that's gonna cost you 17 20 life and nobody bats an eyelash at that and says that's a good combo even in 1v1 yeah and when you're Maybe not saying, in 1v1
0: because you only have 20 life in 1v1.
1: Oh, yeah. Now. Yeah. Now you can't do it. You have to pick not. You have to pick something else to do. But yeah. you you still run Imperial Recruiter in 1v1 of course and 20 life. You, and you still do that combo, <laughs> right? You still do it. What's wrong with paying 27 life with Unspeakable Symbol?
0: In theory, it kills the whole table. We have played games where nobody draws a sweeper or a spot removal just. On turn two! Yeah, like in badly. By the time you get to Wrath mana, you've already killed the white deck before it can Wrath. You've already killed the red deck before it can...
1: Pyroclasm.
0: Pyroclasm. Well, Pyroclasm, pyroclasm wouldn't, wouldn't kill it because work. it's a 10-10. So you've already killed the sweeper decks, and then all you've got to do is sneak that creature around whoever's left. Yeah,
1: and, and if it's like a... Nice
0: b- Omnath, bro.
1: Yeah, nice green deck on turn... Before your turn three or four when you have your three mana. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Very good. Yeah, so critical turn of two. I'm sticking with it. Optimal game size. Again, like last week, could maybe, if you don't have that early game kill, be a little bit of a glass cannon because ultimately it just plays a bunch of little dummies. Yep. Right? So you wouldn't want to sit down with this in your six-player game, especially because it's the infect deck. Yes. So three, four players maximum. Yeah, this and deck
0: ain't going to beat five people probably. You'd have to get very lucky. It's
1: probably not going to beat three people. It'll beat two. It'll beat two for sure.
0: Yeah. But you're going to have a hard-ass time trying to beat a bunch of people. Without the swords and the the batter skulls and stuff, you're going to have a really hard time beating more than three people with this deck.
1: Yeah, so I said optimal game size, three people. Nice. You could do four and get an extra point of spicy out of there, but I think it's good where it is because you're going to hear in a sec. Uniqueness rating. Cards that are different from the stock Vela list on EDHREC.com? Oh, there's lots. Only 24. What? Yeah. No. I'm not even shitting you. No. Oh my god, you're
0: right. I'm just scrolling through. Holy shit.
1: Yeah, like Baleful Strix, Invisible Stalker, Coin Purse, Um, 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 um Evacuate, just looking at the list, going down the list.
0: Yeah, there's a whole bunch it, of these dudes that are just plays in there.
1: a lot of the same stuff. Yeah, Deep Fathom, Skulker,
0: Flip. You know who we could play in this deck I just thought of? Body Double. Yeah. Copies a creature in a graveyard. That'd be pretty cool. Give you some redundancy. Also, yep. Demir Doppelganger. And those are cheap.
1: Those are like yep. three mana clones, right? Yeah, five. Uh, He's uh,
0: actually more expensive.
1: Oh, what's? Oh, Demir Doppelganger. So Demir Doppelganger is, is three. That's a that one. I like that one. But you got to pay into it, right? Yeah, you got to pay into. Oh, it, that's Tremble the shit. I want three mana clones. That's what I want.
0: Oh, make it happen. Like, there's wizards. a
1: Phyrexian Metamorph right there.
0: Yep, there he is. For action yep. metamorph. You pay Very two
1: good. and three generic. He enters yeah. the battlefield as a copy of target creature or two. target artifact. Two life. What did I say?
0: Two life and three. That's oh, yeah. what you play. Yeah. For. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, we're getting off topic again. Yeah, More we're were off topic. With, uh, yeah. What are we talking about?
1: Spicy character. There's only 24 cards different. Damn. I know. That gives us a spicy rating after we put our one tutor in there. 36 only. Wow. Yeah, well... I'm not really surprised because we are doing that thing, you know, with the yeah. with the infect and stuff. Yeah. Once and
0: you pick to do infect, there's only so many ways you can do it because there's only so many ways you can infect somebody. Yep. And we're only playing two colors, yep. so the pool just keeps getting more and more shallow. Yep. Damn, that's a zata effect moment where there's only so many ways. Yeah, you that's think, a zata effect for you sure. You've Gotta put them in because that's what's available. Yeah, it's what you got. Yep. There's only 10 cards that do it, so you got to play all 10. In theory, there's obviously more cards that do what we're doing.
1: Yep. So, you know what? Here's the last thing, I guess, that I'm going to say before we go to your final thoughts. If you play Infect, and particularly if you play Blue-Black Infect, can it be done? Are you that guy? Did we include enough if we have, uh, like, the 10 Infectors that we have in there, or the 12 that are in there? Is it enough? Do we need more pump? Do we need more... Ha- Do we need an endless scream? <laughs> Sorcery for X, black X, uh, target creature gets plus X plus zero. Why not? Yeah. Infect. That's, that's infect, why. That makes it a lot better, yeah. Let us know about the infecting because, I mean, I like it. I I want to build one, but I kind of don't want to go out and get, like, another Urborg Moth. and I don't want to mm. have to rip apart a couple other things that I have together, so that's why I've never built it. But if you have... Shoot us your list, or let us know. Uh, what do you think?
0: Yeah, infect without green in it. Yeah, let's. I wanna. I'd like to see some of those actually. Cause thinking about it, when you told me initially that this was gonna be a demure infect list, of course my first thought was, oh fuck, here we go. <laughs> Hatred, dude, infect whatever and i started thinking about it a little bit more i was like well we're not playing greens so that's a lot of where infect lives is in the green and the pump and all that stuff but black doesn't have that stuff so mm-hmm. it, seeing how we ended blue up blue doesn't it, have that stuff yeah blue has a couple of them and black only has a few good ones that actually go on the deck or at least that we played yeah but hey it's pretty cool and if other people have done it and have done things that we haven't you should let us know so yeah that we can try them out so like i say Shoot us your lists, Commander Cookout Podcast, or just CommanderCookout at gmail.com. You can send us a link on Twitter, CCO podcast. Whatever you want to do, let us know. We'd love to hear from our uh, our listening audience. And we'll let you know what you told us on the next episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song!